0: Often, we leave ourselves behind in the pursuit of this world. The acknowledgement, acceptance, and love of our true core self is rarely present, but it is the order of the day. Hi, my name is Asia, but you can call me Mawaya. And Mawaya stands for meet you where you are. And in this space, I want you to be able to look at yourself without fear, without hate, and without judgment. Transform the inside so as to transform your outside. Let's get it in. Hey Tribe, welcome back to another episode of Soul Chat Saturdays. Um, I just want to take this time to just show my appreciation to everybody who has been listening, giving me feedback, and just really engaging me with this podcast. Um, This is something that I wanted to do for a long time and finally got out of my own way to make it happen and just start. So special shout out to y'all who have really been supporting me and encouraging me and validating me <laughs> um even though we talk about that on this you know on this podcast about you know self-validation you know the things that I talk about are you know there is multiple truths and so to be validated always feels really good um so thank y'all thank y'all thank y'all so much and um we're going to go ahead and get into the chat today. So I thought it would be good to actually introduce myself. I realized that I just got straight into some of the, the things that I've been wanting to talk about, but, I, but y'all need to know who's behind the mic, right? Y'all need to know a little bit more about me, about my journey, what brought me to um, wanting to talk about these things, and um, so we're just going to get into it. So, my name is Asia. That's what my birth name. It's um, spelled A-J-A. Um, funny thing, I used to not like my name <laughs> because it was so short. And for some reason, when I was a child, I was just like, I wish my name was longer. But now I fully appreciate it because it's, it's a little bit different. Um, it's a conversation starter and... You know it's a, it's pretty cool it's you know you can spell it the same way front and back I can't remember the name term for that <laughs> phenomenon but I don't know so that's my name and um, I reside in Georgia um, I lived all across Georgia mostly metro Atlanta area but um, so I reside in Georgia and I love the inner workings of the human mind the human psyche what motivates us to do certain things um and always using myself as a model for how i'm understanding the world Um, i wanted to be a therapist that's where I went to school for um got my degree in human development with the with the aim of becoming a marriage and family therapist um but y'all know school is expensive school is expensive and it is one of those things that you know I just felt very jaded after going into my senior year of college and you know I once you see something you can't unsee it so Shout out to y'all who are continuing your formal education through through universities and colleges, but I, I saw it as a a trap or more of a a game to just have us on a rat race to continue to pay off student loans. If you didn't have your school already paid for by your family or by through grants and things like that, most of us don't. Most of us take out loans, and we do so at an age where we don't even fully understand what we're getting ourselves into. So, when I by the time I got to my senior year and started to really understand that, oh, I have to pay back this money. This is like a real life, and most people pay it back for the rest of their lives i you know going to get my masters didn't seem like a option to me at this time it didn't seem like a smart thing to do so i went into the working field um and started working my way in hr and my ultimate like essence because we talk about essence on this channel is you know wanting to be of service to others wanting to wanting people to have a pleasant experience And HR, you know, I definitely found that to be a way to do that because it's like, well, HR, that's the purpose of HR is to not only balance the needs of the employee and the business, but it's to make their working environment as pleasant as possible since employees have to spend most of their working day energy at at a place of work. Um, so if I can make their day a little bit better, um, by providing them with programs or helping them understand how to fill out their tax forms or helping them, you know, when they have a complaint about something or just making a process smooth if they need to go on family, you know, FMLA or short-term disability and things like that, you know, how can I make their day pleasant, um, or at least bearable, (laughs) and that's why i really loved hr so i still got to a chance to be a therapist in a way because people would come to me complaining about certain things i'm a very empathetic listener um and it was it was one of my outlets it was a great way to kind of combine the things that i really wanted to do and so not only do i have that inclination i wanted to be kind of like a therapist i also am a spiritual person. Um, I used to, I grew up, um, in a Christian household, uh, going to church and things like that. But I remember there was a time when I was in 10th grade that even before 10th grade, but 10th grade is where I really lost my religion. Um, I didn't fully believe, like I knew that you know god is real jesus is your savior i knew that because that's what i was taught that's you know that's basically what they teach you in church and so i knew it on a a cognitive level whatever but i knew that i knew at an early age there was a difference between knowing and believing and i didn't feel like i believed it and i even had a time where I talked to the pastor of my church at the time and I asked her I was like you know I know but I don't really believe and she said that well knowing is believing and that answer just didn't I was like that's not good enough (laughs) and I've always been a very logical person which is so funny because logic and spirituality tend to butt heads but I knew that I needed because I am a very uh, somebody described me as very heady. I don't. I didn't know how to take that, but I'm gonna turn it into a positive thing. I knew that I was very heady, and I knew that I was. Um, you know, I thought I, I was a lot in my I was a lot in my head, and I thought through things. And certain things just didn't make sense to me when it came to religion. the The major catalyst was when I would look at you know individuals who were of the Muslim faith, and I was like. There are, like, millions of people who are Muslim. How can they... And they are more devout than any Christian I've ever met. I mean, they have their their tenets that they have to abide by they have to pray so many times a day and christians don't even do that they may do that once a week when they go to church on sunday or saturday depending on their denomination so i was like there's no way that millions of people who are more devout to their god are, are condemned to hell because that's pretty much what they teach you in christianity is if you don't believe in jesus as your savior then you are not saved and you will you're condemned to hell so so I was like, how can a, a whole group of people who are more closer to their faith and their God be condemned to hell? That doesn't make sense to me. And that's where the, the string started to unravel, so to speak. And I remember in 10th grade, I was like crying because I was like, God, like, please just show me that you're real. Like, I need I need proof because to me, it didn't make sense that we didn't have proof and we only had to go on faith. And that's another conversation uh, topic for another day, because faith actually is very important. But in the context of like, if we have a all knowing, all seeing, all good God, why the heck is there so much ambiguity? Why is there so much fighting about what is true when he could literally just make it <laughs> make it plain for everybody? And there's still a concept of free will because a lot of people like to bring up free will there's still a concept of free will because even when people are presented with the truth and facts, they can choose to follow it or not follow it depending on how they feel. So, you know, I didn't see a problem with like, okay, God, like just put something in the sky that says, I am here, I am watching, I am real, or something to that effect. You know, they talk about miracles in the Bible and like, where are the miracles right now when we need them so desperately? So that's pretty much, pretty much I didn't get an answer. And that's what started me on more of a spiritual journey than a religious journey. Um, And I know that there's a lot of atheists out there. So, you know, they may be asking like, well, why didn't that just put you into atheism? Um, Because if you can't confirm that God is real, then what is there to cling to? And for me, I always believed. I, I think I went more of an agnostic route. I believe that there's still something bigger than us, because even through science and logic, science only explains what we can see and how can how we can test it. But there are so many phenomena that we observe that we cannot explain. You know, we can explain what gravity is, but we don't even we don't even know why it exists. We don't know the backstory as to why this planet you know why gravity was the best thing for this planet versus like another planet and why other planets have either more gravity or denser than not we can explain how that is you know but but really why like who created this you know it's so much bigger than than what we can uh replicate in a lab um there's theories out there like the big bang theory but we still don't know we still don't know It's only theories. And with that ambiguity, there has to be something bigger. Even if it's still a scientific explanation, the whole creation and creativity of it all is a beautiful perfection that no um, artificial replication can fully explain. And so I I rest in that. I think that's beautiful and it doesn't scare me to have unanswered questions. Um, at the same time, I am a kind of like a truth seeker in that sense. I do wanna find if, if there is an objective truth. And so those are the things that I'm exploring through what I talked to you about. You know, I've tried to see like, okay, what can be translated from one situation to the next? There may not be necessarily a greater objective truth, but there might be some truths that we can all use in order to better our lives, even when we're going through different things. And so often I find myself saying that I don't necessarily care about the individual situation, but I do care deeply about the human condition and what keeps us trapped in our individual situations because that is what's parallel between all of us. You know, you may be dealing with um, a toxic relationship and then somebody else may be dealing with uh, health issues. But there's some parallels there in, as far as like what emotions you're going to experience. There's gonna be similar emotions that you experience. They're gonna be similar thought patterns that you're gonna have that either empower you or disempower you in that moment. And that's what I wanna talk about. That's what I wanna get into. And that way you can have these fundamental, uh, I guess, tools to help you through any situation. That's why the inner child is so important because even if you're you have health issues or you're in a toxic relationship, your inner child is what's driving and speaking to you and pointing to you what you, what you may need in that next moment. Um, This is why fulfilling your own needs is so important because it doesn't matter what you're going through. Sometimes you can't get your needs met by other people. And so how can we do that for ourselves? And then there's so many other topics that we're going to get into on on this platform, but that's pretty much like where I'm at. I want to help people get to that next step in their lives so that they can live a little bit more free. they can live a little bit more in their truth and not be you know feeling like life is just happening to them and give them some some control back in their hands so that they feel like they can command their life when it's applicable so this brings me to the name mawaya and mawaya tribe so mawaya stands for meet you where you are and the whole idea behind creating that concept, I came, with, came up with it a few years ago at this point. Now it seems like time's, time is flying. So it is something that I thought about back in 2017 or 2018. Um, so about four years ago at this point. And the whole idea behind it was that I saw that so many times people whatever issue that they're dealing with they want to be somewhere other than where they are and that causes them to take action based on where they think they should be because maybe they get information through their friends and family or maybe through YouTube um, you know things like that where people what other people's opinions are basically speaking to where they should go they don't people don't want to be honest with themselves about where they actually are. And they they skip steps and they miss steps. And then when they are working towards their goal, it's it's not it's on shaky foundation because they completely dishonored the, you know, we, we go from A to B, but we forgot that there's like an A point one and an A point two and an A point three before we can even get to B. You know, they say love yourself. But then they never, you know, you're A, you don't love yourself and B, you love yourself. But there is so much work in between those spaces that people get frustrated that they cannot love themselves because they don't even know how to because nobody's explained this to them. And then things become more of concepts and abstract ideas rather than practical Uh, you know actions and so meet you where you are is like you know I wanted to create a space where it's like I'm not going to judge you and you should not judge yourself based on where you are because the only honest way forward is to have honesty as where you are so it's not enough to say affirmations of like oh I love myself because if you may not even believe that you may not believe that you love yourself so why torture yourself with affirmations of I love myself when you really hate yourself So there are some things that you can possibly say, such as like, oh, well, I do like my hair. So I love my hair and I do like the those shoes that I bought. So I love my shoes. You know, Um, I do like the way that um, my nose wrinkles when I laugh. So I like that about myself, you know, so that's just an example of like there are moments and there are things in between our goals of where we are and where we want to be and as long as we're honest with ourselves then we will continue to progress forward you will continue to progress forward And so that's where Mawaya tribe came from, people who resonate with that idea, people who are ready to stop judging themselves and people who are ready to take an honest look at themselves, you know, meet you where you are is not always a pleasant experience, but it will be a open space and an inviting one, Um, you know, but it won't be pleasant because oftentimes that means we have to, our ego has to be in a constant cycle of death. (laughs) And we'll get into that more if that sounds jarring to you. But this is the real, it's the truth. And, you know, I'm here to give you the truth of the matter, which doesn't always feel good, but it will help you keep going on your journey. It will help you not stay stagnant. So trust me, everything that I tell you, I've gone through myself. This is not, you know, I, everything that I talk about here, I've personally experienced with the perspective of, I constantly need to be honest with myself. I need to see exactly where I'm at because it's a disservice if I do not shed light on that. It's a disservice if I'm lying to myself. I don't, you know, it doesn't matter about other people. If you're lying to yourself, you will never move forward. It doesn't matter about the perceptions of other people. And, you know, we're gon- I'm going to help you get to that space. Um, but that's where you meet you where you are came from. And that's how it started. And, and that's that's where I, I want you guys to be. So come in and, and interact with me, come and talk to me um, on that level, let's get into it. That's that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, I know the, the capacity of the human spirit. Um, I know the resiliency of humans and that's why I, I love us so much, you know, Humans are pretty much the shittiest species, but we're also the greatest species and I, I will stand by that because of our capabilities, because of our resilience, because of our minds, and because of our spirits and our souls. You know, having that that conglomerate of I guess input makes us very dynamic creatures and sets us apart from, you know, animals and plants. Even though they have their beautiful strengths as well, um, they are more of a support to a, di- a dynamic creature such as the human being, and I love that. At the same time, we are our own worst enemy. We keep ourselves trapped, and it really comes down to the mind and the ego. And you know, let's you know, let's get into that. Like, why does that happen, and and in what ways can we set ourselves free, and so that we can live our best lives as possible <laughs> and so that is pretty much a spill about me um i definitely want to know more about those who are listening where are you at in your journey are you religious are you um are you more agnostic are you atheist because all you guys are welcome because this is a you know this is dealing with mental health this is spirituality and logic put together um i think that they both have a place and i think they both actually can be integrated with each other they don't one doesn't have to exist without the other though there are uh instances where one has to take more of a front seat than the other but both of them can coincide and honestly i believe that both of them need to exist um in order to get through this life <laughs> um so so yeah that is uh that's a little bit about me that is uh my motivation that is my love that is where my heart is um and I I want to hear from you so if you have any questions you can email me at tribe at tribe.com. um let's get into it let's hear what you're what you're going through let's see if there's a way to work work it out and um and get you going and progressing into the next stage and the next level or the next issue you know however you want to view it um and yeah i just want to again thank y'all so much for listening in for for engaging with me for supporting me and um i will see y'all in the next so chat have a good one happy journey